This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. It is my theory that the NBA is encroaching on the NFL and it's Super Bowl week and I kind of feel like the NFL better watch it six you better watch your back the NBA is threatening to commandeer and hijack Super Bowl week (laughs) and this second week is when the NFL would like you to be paying attention to the teams arriving in Arizona, to all of the hubbub around the NFL's reveal of its awards on Thursday, which coincidentally could be the same night that LeBron James overtakes Kareem Abdul-Jabbar atop the NBA's all-time scoring list. The announcement of the next class at the Pro Football Hall of Fame also comes this week. So you have a lot that the NFL pours into what they believe is must-see TV all week long. Happens to be in Glendale, Arizona. We just have seven days to Super Bowl 57. In fact, this time next week, we'll already know who the champion is, and I'll be launching into my 11th. Super Bowl postgame show here on CBS Sports Radio. Okay, that's nuts. But the NBA is seriously threatening to set up camp in what has previously been all NFL territory. Oh, and I'm here for it just for fun. Why not? Let's go all chaos. Let's go straight money, homie. Or no, straight cash, homie. I messed that up. So, so sorry, Randy Moss. I guess that's my spin on it. The big news on Sunday. Kyrie Irving gets his wish and quickly. I don't know that the Nets are sorry to see him go. But here's my question for you as basketball fans, whatever your perspective is, and everybody's got a different perspective on what matters and why and when and how and how much. Was it worth it? Was it worth it for Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant to show up in Brooklyn, essentially as free agents, though it was a sign-and-trade for KD? You had, of course, multiple all-star appearances. You had a lot of eyeballs on Kyrie and KD. You had a bunch of potential That was never realized. Did you have some dramatic highlight reel moments? Hell yeah. Ultimately one playoff series win. But more than that, in my opinion, the tenure of this duo in Brooklyn, and I suppose 
you could include James Harden, though ultimately it was the duo that started. They brought in Harden. That clearly didn't work. But it was for KD and Kyrie that the Nets went all out. The Nets tried to respond to every demand. They tried to pacify these two, tried to give them everything they wanted. Was it worth it? For a playoff series win, for all the buzz, certainly a lot of tickets sold. So if the bottom line is important, although, oh my gosh, the owner of the Nets spent a ton of money on these two, and they have missed significant time, both of them, for different reasons, but they've both missed as much time as they played. Do you know that Kyrie could have played a possible 278 games with Brooklyn? Do you know how many he played? Jay, do you know how many he played? 143 out of 278. A lot of what-ifs, a lot of missed opportunities, a lot of unrealized potential. So was it worth it? We've got the deets for you, but really compiling the reports from multiple sources, from Mark Stein, from Sports Illustrated, certainly from various people who believe they're close to Kyrie or they have sources in Kyrie's camp like Chris B. Haynes of of TNT. And also, we're going to speak with our friend Brian Lewis of the New York Post. I'm going to have to apologize to him. Feels like every time we have him on the show, it's because there's another dramatic development. I can hear the music now. Isn't it crazy that in... Less than a year, under 12 months, three different superstars demanded trades out of Brooklyn. What the hell does that mean? Aren't they the ones that wanted to be here together and got everything they wanted? And then ultimately, all three of them, James Harden, Kevin Durant, and Kyrie Irving, all asked out. Gosh. And KD's the only one left now. We'll find out what this means for Kevin Durant when we talk to Brian. It's nearly unbelievable. So now it's KD and Ben Simmons. Don't know what's going on there either. It's never good, seems like. Spencer Dinwiddie back in the mix. He really came of age as an NBA player in Brooklyn. A lot of Brooklyn Nets fans really like him. I liked him. Just love his game. He's becoming a guy that you have to guard. You have to take seriously. He can heat up and torch the Nets in a a hurry when he gets cooking. Dorian Finney-Smith, also a player that has been a nice compliment to Luka Doncic. In Dallas. If you're wondering. Luca's feelings on this trade. According to Mark Stein. The Mavericks front office. The ownership group. They consulted with Luca, And he approved the trade. Now remember Kyrie Irving is a free agent. 
at the end of this. And so I was thinking about it from Dallas's perspective. And I'd, I've already heard from a bunch of Mavericks fans on Twitter, A-Law Radio, and I'd love to hear from more of you. I know we have our great Dallas affiliate, 105.3 The Fan. From the Mavs' perspective, Mark Cuban's perspective, you're giving up a first-round pick, though not for another six years, but a first-round pick. That's so funny. You trade first round picks six years down the road. <laughs> so it's like, what? How much could change between now and then? But a first round pick in 2029, a couple of first rounders, if I understand it, though they have yet to be determined when, and two players in Spencer and Dorian. You're giving up those those guys, current and future talent, in return for Kyrie Irving and Markeith Morris. By the way. I don't know that Markeith's, I didn't, actually didn't know this. It's so funny because I was reading on Twitter, reading uh, various you know, different reactions to the trade. And it wasn't until I was about, I don't know, an hour into the prep and kind of looking at it and, and hearing from people that I realized Markeith Morris was part of it. He's really just an afterthought, if you will. But the Dallas Mavericks do this. With no guarantee that it's long-term. However, here's where I think the benefit comes in. Kyrie's motivated because he wants a max deal. Now, he may not want it with Dallas, but my point is he's going to have to play. If he treats another team or another situation the way he treated the Cavaliers, the Celtics, the Nets. Even the Lakers would be foolish to sign him. Though that is seemingly where he wants to go. Man, interesting details about how busy the Nets were in the last couple of days. As we near the trade deadline, I'm telling you, it's the NBA's plan to hijack Super Bowl week. I mean, that's why we had to stay in studio. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Our phone number, 855-212-4227. Kind of a fun day in sports with really a smorgasbord available for you. Not only were there NBA games, plus the news about Kyrie and Steph Curry, which we will get to momentarily, though I can't tell you I'm going to pronounce his injury right. I actually didn't even know these particular body parts existed, to be fair. I'm learning stuff I didn't know. And so uh, you had the NBA news. that the, uh, the Knicks had a huge comeback against the Sixers in a victory there. Basketball-wise, you had a major clash in the top five in women's college hoops, South Carolina and UConn. And this is without Paige Beckers. She's still recovering from a torn ACL and will be out the rest of the season. But, man, it was a game that went down to the wire. You had the Pro Bowl games, that's plural, in Vegas. And to be honest, for the most part, I had it on TV but did not have the volume up. I was not interested in hearing the commentary for a lot of reasons. But I, I, really, I was working. I was doing some other work. I was writing emails. I was blogging. I was doing some other stuff. And so I didn't have the volume up for for most of the Pro Bowl games. 
But I will say I was intrigued by the format. I like the skills competitions, and I really enjoyed seeing all the players smile and whoop it up. They seem to enjoy themselves. Also, a side note, am I the only one who saw a fair amount of tackling in a flag football game? I didn't know that was allowed, but you had guys getting leveled. (laughs) I guess once a pro football player, always a pro football player, you can take the pro football player out of a big game, but you can't take the big game out of a pro football player. Oh, boom. I just nailed that. Boom. Usually we don't do that till the end of the show. And then you had the NASCAR clash, the Bud Light clash that was taking place in Los Angeles. I have a friend who landed in LA. He works for the NBA and he's calling the two Lakers games that are at Staples Center this week. And he couldn't get a hotel room next to the Staples Center because it was full of all the celebrities who were there for the Grammys. So he told me he took a walk and this is in the afternoon when he arrived and it was starlets and gowns and tuxes and not even the famous people, just the people who were heading to the Grammys. So there was the Grammys and then you had NASCAR in town turning the Coliseum into a track. And I know a lot of you were excited about that. It started, oh, I think it was about dinner time, Pacific time. So there was plenty that was going on, plenty taking place. I'm telling you, the association sees an opportunity and potentially would like to hijack Super Bowl week. So find me on Twitter, A-Law Radio. Was it worth it to get Kyrie, to get to get KD, who, by the way, is still under contract for three-plus more seasons, right? I mean, he's he could ask to be traded again. Remember, he did that last summer. The Nets were reluctant to do it unless they were going to get everything they wanted for him. Why? Because they've got all the leverage. To me, it's a little bit like the Packers right now. They still have the leverage with Aaron Rodgers, and boy, do we have the latest with Aaron. He's playing coy, but also flirting. It's like, ew. (laughs) I'm offended. How could you possibly say that? Also, I'm pretty sure that Devontae Adams saw my tweet about Aaron Rodgers going to Vegas. (laughs) So we got a lot of uh, fun stuff lined up for you. It's one of those nights, baby. And it's the start of Super Bowl week, which also means the start of what we're calling our Super 6 series. This is video, straight video, you guys. I know you love the videos that we do. Producer Jay also loves the videos that we do. I tolerate the videos that we do because I don't love being on camera. It's not my comfort zone. But it's good for us to get out of our comfort zone every now and then as humans, right? In fact, I'm always telling my younger niece, it's good to be uncomfortable. That's when you grow. That's when you learn. That's when you... Get new experiences that prepare you for what's to come. And so it's good for me to be outside my comfort zone for your entertainment. I mean, I kind of feel like I do that all the time, but you know, this is different. This is video. So our commitment to you, one video 
every single, are we saying night? I guess we're saying night. I know a lot of people won't find it until the morning, but yes, one video leading up to Super Bowl Sunday. And so with six days to go until we hit Sunday, the Super Six series it is. And on this night, we are unveiling a brand new video version of Ask Amy Anything. I have not even put the link up on Twitter or Facebook yet. Instead, we're doing a bit of a scavenger hunt this week. So you're going to have to check out our social, but I, I just kind of told you. I'll, I'll just let you in on the secret. This one is not yet on Twitter or Facebook. It can only be found on our YouTube channel. So search for it after hours with Amy Lawrence on YouTube. Eventually, I will get to the link, but your girl's been kind of busy. So the details that we know. Kyrie's debut is expected Wednesday with the Clippers. Sorry, Wednesday, Mavericks with the Clippers. Just to clarify, he did not get traded to L.A. For those of you who are just catching up right now, was it worth it? If you're the Nets, do you do it all over again? My tendency is to say no, as in hell to the gnaw. But you do have KD. I don't know what that means. <laughs> All right. I just, I, I'm blown away by the saga that transpired going back to 2019. I'm blown away by it. Has there been any team that's made more moves than the Brooklyn Nets for what seems like all the wrong reasons? So check us out on Twitter, A Law Radio, on our Facebook page too. The Chiefs and Eagles have arrived in Arizona. Uh, for now, anyway, the NFL is going to have to take a bit of a backseat. The NBA is flexing its muscles, blowing hot air. I hope you had a great weekend. Good to connect with you again as we march toward Super Bowl Sunday. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. Cam against DeLon Wright. Pulls up, top of the key, knocks it down! Monte Morris out high on the right wing. Comes left, cut off by Mills. Low crossover to a pull-up, top of the key jumper, and it's good! Monte Morris answers back. Less than a two-second difference, shot to game clock. Net to the ball down one. Thomas out top, moving left, working to the rim, tossed it in the air, and a goal 10 on Gafford! Free throw is short, no good! Rebound, though, loose on the ground. Thomas comes away with it. Ahead to Sumner. No foul, and he'll dunk it at the buzzer. Wow! Nets come back from 23 down to win it. And a wild sequence at the end to hold on. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. Maybe there is hope for the future, considering the Nets did rally from... A steep deficit to win without Kyrie on Saturday night. That's Chris Carino on Nets Radio. Brooklyn hosting Washington. Don't know if that happens if they're playing, say, the Boston Celtics or if they're playing, say, the 
Oh, Sacramento Kings these days. One of the top teams in the West. Don't sleep on the Kings. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence, CBS Sports Radio. Kyrie ultimately requested the trade on Friday and then was a scratch on Saturday. And the reaction from his teammates and his coach, not Kevin Durant that I've seen anywhere, but the reaction was mixed. Jacques Vaughn disappointed. And when reporters asked him if he felt like Kyrie was letting the team down, I guess he could have said it's deja vu. He didn't say that. You have responsibility as a basketball player. And there's a business side to this thing and as a human. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Side to this thing, I elected to touch on the human side uh, and check on him as an individual. Uh, I'll leave the business side to to Sean and that group. That is pre-trade. And one of the reasons why Jacques Vaughn is respected by players, uh, because he does care about them. He's been in their shoes, of course, um, and cares about them as people. Very cryptic, though, because at that point, we didn't know what was going on. Now, come to find out, there are multiple reports that Kyrie threatened to shut it down the rest of the season, essentially like a kindergartner who throws a tantrum if he doesn't get his way. But that's Kyrie. It's always been Kyrie at the center of the universe and everything else is supposed to revolve around him. I don't think it's any great loss for the Nets. In fact, I feel as though the Nets got a very solid return. I know that first round draft pick isn't until 2029. But in my opinion... If you know the way that Jacques Vaughn runs this team, Spencer Dinwiddie fits better in the locker room, and you're not worried then about when he might flake. Dorian Finney-Smith, when they might flake. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence. We put a post up on our Twitter and Facebook. Was it worth it? Going back to 2019, 
when KD and Kyrie decided, they decided, that they wanted to play in Brooklyn together and all of the hype, the excitement. Remember when the Nets were the championship favorite? Oh, huh. I do. I, I do. But they very rarely were ever on the same page. Uh, I was saying to you about 143 out of a possible possible 278 games that Kyrie played with the Nets. Do you know together? Because of injuries, because of Kyrie going AWOL, because of his suspension, because of everything that's happened in what is not even four years, those two who so desperately wanted to play together and win a championship in Brooklyn, it was their chosen franchise, they didn't even play 75 games together. 75 out of a possible possible 278. Not even 75. I think 74 is the exact number. That's stunning. Cam Thomas had 44 points in the come from behind win against the Wizards on Saturday and of course he was asked about his reaction. Of course everybody was surprised but you know that's you know that's that's you know it's not my business. That's still my brother at the end of the day. You know, he's on, he's one of the few guys who I really consider a brother in basketball. You know, just a big brother who I can look up to and ask anything to. So that's still my brother no matter what at the end of the day. Would you try to talk him out of it? No, that's not my job. My job is to come out here every day and compete at the highest level, um, stay healthy, and help my team win basketball games. So James, so example, Harden wanted to trade, obviously got it. Kevin wanted to trade. He's still here playing, balling out, and once he gets healthy. Um, when, when Kai hit you, did you get the sense that there was any window there, or do you feel like that's a door that's closed? I have no idea. I mean, no idea. I just, like I said, I just work here at the end of the day. I just want to come out here and um, beat Washington and have fun in front of our fans. Actually, I can hear the voice of Brian Lewis. That's the reporter. I didn't realize that when we went to that soundbite, but that's the reporter who's asking Nick Claxton whether or not he tried to talk Kyrie out of this trade business, this trade request. And what Nick says is, that's not my place. That's not my job. At the end of the day, I work here. That's how I feel sometimes. I just work here. This seemed to me that it unfolded very quickly. Now, we always kind of knew going back to last summer, I guess, that Kyrie was not thrilled with the Nets and that the relationship was tenuous at best. Here's a little reporting from Chris Haynes on NBA TV where it went wrong This time with Kyrie and Brooklyn. It started about a week ago when I spoke with his um, his agent, who is his stepmother, Cecilia Irving, and I reached out to her, and she told me about an extension that they're trying to reach with the Brooklyn Nets. And at that point, the Nets were not receptive of that. And so, over the last few days, the Nets finally came back with an offer. the league sources told me that that offer was tied to 
Kyrie winning the championship as it pertains to certain guaranteed money. Um, and with the, that's what led to Kyrie requesting the trade. So, yeah, there are a couple of different pieces of this. They'd been trying to work out an extension. So I guess Kyrie was at least open to it. Of course, that makes sense because this is where he could get the max money. But when the Nets balked at the offer from his camp and they couldn't come to terms, and then his family saw what the Nets were offering, which, as I understand it, was a lot of money that was contingent upon them winning a championship. In other words, at least to me, in my opinion, it feels like they weren't really all that concerned about him re-signing. Maybe they didn't really want him to. So you offer a contract that ties incentives or ties a lot of extra money to something he can't control. But what it does is force him to play, right? If you're tired of him going AWOL, sitting out, the whole choice over the vaccination, that was definitely his but he put himself first. It was his prerogative, but that was his choice. He talks over and over about how basketball is not that important to him. So if what you want is for Kyrie to remain focused and locked in, well, then you tie his contract to winning because the Nets can't do it without him, right? So it makes sense, but I would think that most players would balk at that. I would. You're going to tie my contract to the way the rest of CBS Sports Radio performs? Hell no. I don't have any control over that. Now, I get it. There are incentives built into a lot of contracts. For instance, I'm willing to bet most of what I'm worth that you've got various members of the two teams in the Super Bowl who get bonuses when they make the Pro Bowl, when they are first time, our first team All-Pro or second team All-Pro, and when their team makes the playoffs and potentially wins a Super Bowl. But that's different than tying parts of your guaranteed contract to it. So over and above, yeah, lots of people get bonuses. Not here. But in the real world, lots of people get bonuses. But to tie, what I understand it is that there was a good portion of his contract tied to whether or not the Nets won a title. And that's Chris B. Haynes on NBA TV. Now, top of the hour, Brian Lewis will join us. As I say, that was him talking to Nick Claxton. I could recognize his voice. Kyrie is expected to make his debut Wednesday with the Mavericks against the Clippers. Did you hear the two other offers that were out there that the Nets rejected? Oh, we're going to have to share those with you coming up. Plus... Okay, I'll just be fair and and completely upfront. I had never even heard of the body parts that Steph now has injured. So Steph Curry expected to be out through at least the All-Star break. We're supposed to get an update on the timeline in the next couple of days. Plus LeBron James now 36 points away from taking over as the all-time scoring king. The NBA encroachment. I'm pretty sure we got to throw the flag. This is encroachment. The NFL does not like it. Basketball stealing some of the spotlight as we kick off Super Bowl week. I mean, seriously, I've spent most of this hour talking basketball. 
haven't even gotten to football yet. That's what real men do. <laughs> it's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Find us on Twitter, After Hours CBS. Also on our Facebook page, Was It Worth It? If you're the Nets, would you do it all over again? 855-212-4227. You are listening to the After Hours. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Podcast. Just getting out of my own way and, and uh, really thinking team first and, um, you know, put my body on the line and then leading by example. Um, you know, it's, it's one heck of a thing when you could be one of the great scorers and, and obviously you play well on the offensive end, but uh, when I could get it going on the defensive end, do the little things, it, it really, really makes a difference for me and I'm, I'm dialed in, so uh, felt good tonight. I mean, I'm doing the best job I can. I wish I could make a few more shots. Um, I know that'll come and I'll continue to prepare the best way I know how and uh, just continue to be a better example for the guys in the locker room. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. I knew there was going to be one, at least one. The Chiefs have landed in Arizona. Uh, Apparently that's humongous news. Like we didn't know they were headed there for Super Bowl week. And there's one listener who's upset that we're talking about the NBA. Oh, yes, we're just we're just talking about the NBA. Nothing big. We're just kind of shooting the you know what about the NBA. Oh, did you see what happened in Philadelphia today? Well, that was kind of fun. For heaven's sakes, dude. It's a good thing you don't have my job. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. I know it's Kyrie Irving. Trust me, when I tell you I'd rather talk about pretty much any other player in the NBA besides Kyrie Irving, you'll just have to take my word for it and recall my track record. But if I don't talk about a trade that moves an all-star in the midseason, well, then I'm not doing my job. So I would recommend, sir, that you watch NFL Network and not any other sports or sports outlets, TV or radio, because I promise you the top story is Kyrie getting traded. So our phone number is 855-212-4227. We're asking you, was it worth it? KD is still a Brooklyn Net, and he is still one of the top players in the NBA, though currently injured, I think getting closer 
He loves basketball. At least for now, it rescinded his trade request. The coach got moved. He wanted Steve Nash out of there. We know that for sure. So would you do it all over again? For the ticket sales, for the jersey sales, for the hype, for the interest, all the TV games, the buzz, the possibilities, infinite possibilities, unless you knew Kyrie's track record, in which case there had to be a sense of foreboding, feeling like you're always walking on eggshells. Listen to this. Kyrie was the object of both the Lakers and the Suns' desire Both trade packages were nixed by the owner, Joe Tsai, and and ultimately the Nets' brain trust. The Suns were willing to give up both Chris Paul and Jay Crowder. Now, Chris is late 30s, but he's still one of the top assist guys in the NBA, and he's averaging double figures. So they were willing to send Chris Paul... And Jay Crowder, who's a guy that fits in in any locker room because of the type of, he's essentially like a dirt dog. He'll do anything. He'll battle. He's tough. He's physical. He will do the dirty work, so to speak. Nets rejected that offer. And then from the Lakers, and this is according to Sports Illustrated, Russell Westbrook was the centerpiece with two first-round draft picks. But apparently the owner of the Nets was not at all interested in sending Kyrie to Los Angeles. Now, we don't know the reason for that. Is Is it because he believed that that would put the Lakers over the top? Is it because he doesn't want to have to see Kyrie on TV all the time, in your face? Or is it because he knew that's where Kyrie wanted to go and wasn't willing to give him what he wanted, considering the trouble that he has caused? Interesting question, right? Not sure we'll ever have the answer, but those are the the reports out there from multiple sources that the owner, Josiah, was unwilling to ship Kyrie to Los Angeles. If it's me... I suspect the latter. If you consider his eight-game suspension earlier this year for tweeting the the link to the anti-Semitic movie, and but not just that, his unwillingness to apologize, his unwillingness to admit that he used his platform for harm and that he caused a lot of people grief. It was really his stubbornness and his refusal to accept any responsibility for what might have happened there. Now, I don't know that an eight-game suspension was warranted, but that's water under the bridge. Cy had a major issue with the way Kyrie responded in the wake of that controversy. And so the Nets do not accept a deal from the Lakers or the Suns. Instead, Kyrie is headed to Dallas. Three superstars. I I guess. Can we call James Harden a superstar? Some nights. Three stars requesting a trade out of Brooklyn in the span of 12 months. What does that say about the organization? But see, I, I don't even feel like it's a knock on the organization except for this. This is what happens when you cave to every single demand that these stars want. Everything they want, they get. You do that 
ultimately you please no one. It's like a relationship. And and trust me, as much as there's psychology out there to support it, I've lived it myself. A lot of young people do, especially young women. You get into a relationship, you change everything about who you are to try to make the other person happy because you think that's what's going to work. Ultimately, that person resents you and you feel like you sold your soul to the devil. I mean, those types of relationships, whether business or personal, do not work. It cannot be one side giving, giving, giving in to everything the other side wants. It never works. Balance is completely out of whack. But that's the precedent that was set by the Nets, by Sean Marks, by Joe Sy. Initially, we're going to give them everything they want. The money, the power, the coach. Oh, nope, not that coach. James Harden. Everything they wanted, they got. And it didn't make them happy. So to me, that was where the Nets went wrong. They were never willing until last summer when Kyrie demanded a trade and then also KD demanded a trade. They were never willing to put their foot down and stand up for themselves. They essentially operated like a wet noodle. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence here on CBS Sports Radio. We will get to the Nets' perspective at the top of the hour. Brian Lewis of the New York Post, who covers the team extensively. A little bit of a pivot here, though. Steph Curry, once again, on the shelf. There's Clay Thompson down the lane to Draymond. Backward pass to Curry. Fires away. Three ball good for Curry. His streak continues. The Warriors lead 22-10. Curry with a dribble. Working on Pinson. Down the lane. Takes the bump. Underhand flip. That was sweet. He's added that. Like in the last year. That little seven-foot scoop shot. Jaden Hardy. Curry dribbles. Gets around two defenders. Underhand flick of the wrist. Off the window. It's up and good. That was before Steph Curry got injured on Saturday. Mavericks, incidentally, in San Francisco, in the Bay Area, to take on the Warriors, both these teams, within a couple games of 500. Curry was his dazzling self until he wasn't. Just a couple minutes left in the third quarter, he collided with McKinley Wright. Now, I saw the play, and they bumped knees, essentially. McKinley Wright kind of has, I wouldn't say a full head of steam, but definitely has the momentum, was moving forward, leaning in. Steph was kind of backpedaling and trying to stay in front of him and shuffle him toward the left side of the lane, and they banged knees. And right away, so McKinley ends up falling down. Steph, right away, you could tell, is in pain and is limping around. Tried to stay in the game, tried to stay in the arena, limped ultimately to the locker room. And what we find out now is that he's got multiple tears of the superior tibiofibular ligaments and then another membrane that I've honestly never heard of. And so Steve Kerr offering the update on his star point guard. You saw the release. I'm I'm not a doctor, yeah. so I didn't know <laughs> I, I those know. ligaments existed. Oh, I'm not um, the only one. Same. So uh, I think, you know, the main thing is um, he's he's going to be out for a little bit. We're going to reevaluate in a few days. Um, and the good news is he's 
he's going to be back. You know, it, we don't exactly know when, but it's not an injury that's going to keep him out um, for the season. He's going to come back this season and um, hopefully sooner rather than later, but we'll know more in a few days and as he continues to heal. In the meantime, um, we're, we're in a position where um, we, we just got through a stretch without him, 11 games uh, recently when he was out and uh, held our own. We know we can hold our own now. And um, we went through this last year when he missed, I think, the final 10 games of the season or so and, um, and obviously went on a, a great run in the playoffs. So we have some experience with this, and we're confident that we can uh, keep things going and, and um, be where we want to be by the end of the year. Steve Kerr, I would say they have had to navigate a fair number of injuries with Steph. At 33 years old, you know, he's still a slight build. He's done so much work to be healthy and to be um, able to withstand the hits and the wear and tear of a long season. Uh, This one was tough, and he was frustrated. But good news, he is expected to be back. As is Kyrie, starting Wednesday with the Mavericks. We'll get the story next. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence, CBS Sports Radio. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 